Are you Tony Stank? Well, well, well. Hello there, ladies and gents. How are we? How are we? We are back with episode part two. I said it last time. Part two of Moon Knight. So episodes three, not three. What is happening this morning? Four, five, and six. Uh, oh man, I, I don't do it for a couple of weeks and I just become like, I don't know. I just lose my touch as if I ever had a touch in the first place. Anyway, anyway, we're back. Part two of the Moon Knight series, episodes four, five, and six. Um, we left it off with uh, with Mark um, or, or Stephen essentially losing Conchu. He's now just a human being. Conchu's now entombed in the, uh, in the Great Pyramid of Giza uh, due to Arthur Harrow uh, manipulating the gods into um, into believing his side of, the, of events rather than Conchu's. Uh, so now we're we're left in a a pretty feisty predicament, if I don't say so myself. Um, where yeah, where Mark and Stephen are just normal human being, are are a normal human being, normal human beings. They're the same person, but they're one human being. Um, anyway, uh, that's where we're at with this. Uh, of course, if you if you've seen um, if you've seen this these episodes of four five six you'll know it delves into some pretty uh pretty um hard-hitting topics um and uh yeah i don't want to talk too much about it because I'll, I'll probably end up spoiling it but it goes into some pretty hard topics so um a bit of a trigger warning that if you are uh kind of sensitive to uh things like um mental health issues or um past abuse uh that sort of thing there may be some talk of that so i i do apologize um i'll try not to be too uh i can't be too stuck on it but it is a, a very big part of of the show um so uh I, yeah i do apologize if it is something that triggers yourself uh if you want to skip this yeah you know that's absolutely fine um i won't i say i won't talk too too in depth about it but i will be touching on it uh, as we go so i completely completely understand if you don't want to listen to this because of it that's fine uh just remember to go to uh the link tree and you can catch all the other um episodes that we have and uh we they're a bit more light-hearted i suppose they're yeah i think it's probably the darkest series we've had so far so the rest are quite light-hearted so feel free to go back and listen to them but without further ado let's get in to moon knight part two so this episode, as I say, opens up with uh, with kind of Mark slash Stephen uh, being left powerless. He's still unconscious, and there is a um, a, a convoy or a, a a van of goons uh, who've come to try and um, uh, get rid of them. And Layla's able to hold them off. Now, uh, before we kind of get into this episode, I would just say this episode is very what's the word? It's very interesting. It's quite. Uh, it's not, it doesn't feel to me like a, 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 um, the, the episodes we've had before. It's very much kind of, uh, I kind of felt it was very Indiana Jonesy. Uh, of course, you know, they, they end up in, in the tomb, in the, yeah, in the tomb thing, um, which is obviously Indiana Jones's MO. Um, and it, <laughs> like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was such a strong start to the second part. Uh, or second half um, of the series. Uh, so Layla's able to hold off uh, these attackers with flares, uh, lobs them right onto some open ammunition boxes, which is always a good thing to have in the back of your cart. Um, and uh, and uh, and yeah, she's she kind of, I would say she got lucky with throw, but of course she, she meant it. Uh, once she gets dispatched, gets them dispatched, uh, Layla and Steven slash Mark, uh, it's more Stephen because he does talk. They do talk a lot about how Mark was in her life and out of her life and um, <clears throat> and that sort of thing. Uh, they travel to where Harrow's men sat up, uh, set up camp. Sorry, uh, as they were trying to dig into uh, or trying to get into the the, the tomb. 
um, where, uh, where, yeah, obviously they were, they were the sort of setup camp for their, their sort of dig sites kind of thing. Um, we see some pretty cool shots of of. So obviously with the flat reflections is how Stephen and Mark have been talking to each other, um, or how we see the physical embodiment of them talking to each other. Uh, so there's like a, a table that they, the reflections that they they um talk to each other. Um, Stephen, uh, Mark warns Stephen off of off of getting getting close to Layla. Um, and. Uh, and yeah, there's like a little like little mirror-y kind of cracked mirror sort of thing that 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 we that they talk to her through as well. Uh, again, the use of of reflections and the use of of um, cracks, uh, you know, obviously representing the fragmented mind that he has uh, is is interesting. It's, it's such a cool kind of um, a cool kind of concept that they've went down. Um, Stephen has a wee snog with Leila. Um, it's awkward. It's extremely, extremely awkward. Um, yeah, very, <laughs> very, very awkward. Um, uh, but that kind of sets down the the um, uh, the path of 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 Layla. You know, obviously liking Stephen slash Mark, both of them potentially. Um, and they make their way into the tomb. So they get the tomb. Uh, Stephen freaks out because I like, well, more more fanboys out because of these uh, uh, the the statues that are like holding um holding guard of the of the tomb. He <laughs> is very very excited. I love the side of it. Like again, Oscar Isaac's performance is phenomenal. The the move between Stephen and Mark and and when I first heard Stephen and I saw Stephen, I thought we'd get a bit. A bit boring, a bit annoying. I think I might have alluded to that in the first uh podcast episode, but he he plays it so well. He actually plays it extremely well. Um, and you grow more empathetic of of Stephen, and you know the fact that he's just this this guy who has been thrown into a situation through no fault of his own. Um, and he's he's now you know try to prove himself but also um try to help this girl that obviously he he has feelings for but is not his but is his <laughs> it's 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 a it's a well situation uh but yes oscar isaac is brilliant and you know we knew when oscar isaac was cast that, that there would be a bit of an acting master class oscar isaac is an is a exceptional actor um so yeah it's 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 Again, it's against type for him, uh, this sort of character. But I think it's it's a very, very interesting uh, road that he's gone down with it, and um, it's it's great to see. It's fantastic to see, and adds it adds a lot more to this series, I think, than than uh, anyone else could. Um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> enough of my waffle, my love about uh, Oscar Isaac because he is some boy, um, especially in in June as well. Him with the tash is like with the beard actually like like some boy uh, anyway they make they make their way further into the tomb uh they work out that there's a map uh, there's a map thing that's shaped like the the eye um the the royal symbol which is a protection of the afterlife and then Stephen and, and Layla make their way into like a um like an entombing sort of chamber um or like a mummifying uh I don't know what they call it uh with fresh blood and we get like a kind of horror sequence where there's this uh grotesque um almost human kind of entity that that um is carrying some of Arthur Harrow's men into the uh the middle in human kind of thing I don't know what it's called and 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 killing them and they've got this this like cl this like clicking sound like um I think it's Last of Us. Yeah, the clickers in Last... I'm sure it's called clickers in Last of Us that, like, almost use echolocation for their, um, you know, to see to see for them, basically, like 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 bats, essentially. Um, and it's it's creepy and horrible. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, it's the first kind of... Or it's one of the... One of the, the few proper horror moments and like bloody gory moments that we see in in the mcu in general uh the the, the weird egyptian 
thing is like climbing about the the <laughs> jumping about the planks and and clambering about and it's it's absolutely minging <laughs> is the only word for it absolutely minging uh this then sees steven and leila get uh split up and leila f- almost falls into this massive vast cavern uh she's able to get around it but we see the creepy hands of these uh these clicker majiggers uh whatever they're called clicky things um and yeah she almost falls into into the cavern but manages to kind of get away before being attacked by one of these things and using a flare in its face a lit flare right in its face right in its eye hole um and she manages to to dispatch all of it again this is very this for me when i was watching it felt really really indiana jones like even like when she's kind of crawling across not crawling like scooting across the uh the side of it uh and she like kind of slips and her her foot goes and you see the the rocks and tumble down it just feels so indiana jones um there's not much dialogue as well um which kind of add to the uh adds to the sort of um the fear and things um it's a lot of it's just like the clicks and the and the the uh the echoes of the of the of the cavern um things as well which is uh which is really cool which is really really cool and and adds as i say it, it makes it very indiana jones like uh and i thoroughly uh, enjoyed that thing okay there was like some ropey cgi and i've spoke about this and i'll in quite a few of the episodes of moon knight there's like really cool things like uh Conchie looks incredible um you know even moon knight suiting up looks looks sweet uh and then they have like the the shitty car chase at the st- uh, on the first episode where like it just looks so fake uh, and these things here like they look the egyptian scary things look uh cool at first and then i don't know it seems to just degrade as it goes on which is a shame it's a real shame um but i suppose it is what it is. no no i'm gonna be a bit harsh on disney here because disney are a multi-billion dollar company and own <laughs> most of um multimedia i suppose uh and they should be doing better they should be doing better for that um I'm not sure the exact amount that was uh, that was used as the budget for Moon Knight episodes, but they should be doing better than that. They really should. And that's me being harsh. I'm trying to be harsh because it could just come off as me like, uh, like you know, uh, you know, tickling tickling at, at Marvel's teats for a crumb of the holy milk that they can give me. But um, I need to I need to be kind of uh, I need to be kind of critical when i when when i should be when i when it's meant to be um and when it's deserved so uh yeah they need to start the cgi especially we've now seen sorry i'm going off a tangent here but we've now seen the she-hulk trailer which some of the cgi in that was utter utter terrible and um okay it's a trailer it's a trailer we need to give them a break but some of the terrible cgi we've seen in here doesn't hold out much hope there's some things that look great there's some things that look great uh even the trailer for she-hulk there's some things that look incredible and then there's some things that are just like what is this anyway i digress uh steven makes his way into uh the 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 tomb of uh the um it's alexander the great uh who was uh like he basically was like a a, a a ruthless leader wasn't he i think uh they um he 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 kind of helped egypt you know become sort of like an empire across across the world sort of thing um i thought it was going to be kang i thought it was gonna be kang uh but it wasn't <laughs> it was gonna be kang after after seeing kang and loki um and talking about the, the, the past versions of himself and different universes but um we'll need to see how that goes we've not seen we've not really seen much of kang uh especially but we've seen obviously hints of kang in this uh in the series things like the the jacket um uh, that one of the guys wore uh, that we kind of spoke about um so i did think might have been going down that route with kang but not yet not yet so 
I'm interested to see what happens with him because he's potentially going to be the big, next big bad, but we've only seen one part of him in one TV show. It was like the first Disney Plus TV show. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens, I suppose. Uh, so Arthur Harrow starts manipulating Leia. Uh, Leia? Not Leia. I've been watching too much Obi-Wan Kenobi. Leila. Um, just like he would do with the gods, he manipulated her and uh, told her basically that, that Stephen either was there or did kill her dad, uh, which obviously cast doubt into her mind. When she meets Stephen in the in the tomb, she confronts him about about this and, you know, gets Mark out to, to discuss it. And he basically says that his partner went, went kind of crazy uh, and he, yeah, he just didn't didn't tell her uh arthur harrow uh manages to make his way into the tomb with his uh his kind of army just after stephen has received the um uh the stone uh figure of um amit out of the mouth of alexander the great so obviously alexander the great was uh an avatar for for amit um at, at one point and the last avatar potentially the one that um that harrow says uh betrayed her but but we'll see what happens um and harrow actually shoots <laughs> shoots mark and obviously mark without the uh without the the power of conchu uh is he's still he's just a human so he dies or we see him die he, he gets shot uh and falls backwards into a water uh, a watery grave um and and floats off into into the dark the dark depths this is a really cool shot by the way um where we see it just kind of drop down further in the uh in the pool and and eventually in the silence in the, in the darkness and then we move on to this weird uh uh like a 16 by 9 uh ratio kind of uh, not sixty by nine, bloody four by three, isn't it? Um, same thing. Not the same thing, is it? Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's like a an old VHS uh sort of thing, like a a, a low budget again, sort of Indiana Jones, where um where the characters there's like a a kid and, and an older kind of explorer gentleman um going through this uh going through this it's like a jungly sort of thing the explorer has a an english voice um and a machete and the his his little psychic guy calls him dr stephen grant and then we zoom out and we see that we're in a, a bloody like an institution like an institution and we actually see characters from the whole the whole series as part of this institution um so we have people like the uh the manager in the um the manager from the the museum she's holding like a a, a, a scarab plushie we see one of the fake cops that are part of arthur harrow's uh gang we see the uh the girl from the the museum that um mark had asked out on a date um it's uh it's total trippy like <laughs> it's really trippy um it's the uh the guy who uh is the 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 human statue um that mark or steven has spoken to a few times he is calling the uh He's calling the, the the bingo numbers out. Um, they're doing pictures. The the inmates are doing pictures of birds with like a conchu head. Uh, and we eventually see Stephen uh or Mark almost um in a vegetative state in a in a um in a wheelchair, and Layla comes up to him and and uh seems uh like a conspiracy kind of person who's putting stuff on the uh on like a board and, and things and she just so seems so scatterbrained and stuff as well uh steven slash mark falls out of his chair and he's attached to the chair um by the ankle 
ankle bracelet sort of thing like he has when he jump when he falls out of bed each morning um and we see he actually has like a, a moon knight figurine um so is this all in his head is this him just imagining using the people that's in the institution with him um to create the story for him and then we get another in like massive reveal that arthur harrow is the like psychiatrist in this institution the his office is in is uh looks like it's in the same place where the uh fight with a big dog happened um with Layla in the uh in the uh, kind of place that um uh, the arthur harrow's uh people were were staying um but it's all white and it's all kind of um sterile there's pictures on the wall of like the place where he where stephen first woke up with a like fractured jaw um there's Arthur Harrow's wearing like, like um, the sandals that he like filled with with glass and stuff as well, uh, and and basically it's you know Arthur Harrow's is telling Stephen or telling Mark that um that uh, yeah he's he's basically having a breakdown. Uh, Stephen slash Mark manages to get out. What's well, actually Mark manages to get out and going down this hall where the the lights are kind of swinging almost as if it's like inception sort of thing um he jumps in a room and there's a um a, a mummy's esophagus esophagus no that's your throat isn't it esophagus let's call it an espresso let's call it espresso right there's a mummy's espresso in there and uh and, and he opens it and it's and it's Steven. So Mark and Steven literally come face to face um and hug. Uh and we see a, a third um mummy espresso uh that is that is in a room but is is shaking, there's no sound coming from it, uh, and they don't um they don't go in and, and open it. This is obviously alluding to the third personality that um we've seen um or we no we haven't seen but we we kind of think there may be um especially like after when he was fighting the the gang of like thugs on that rooftop and things as well but we'll obviously we'll also find out steve and mark make their way towards the door uh open it and uh there's a big old hippo there's a big old hippo with a feminine voice just goes high and and they start screaming and that's where we end on that episode uh trippy 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 very trippy episode uh but it's great it was really good it was really uh an interesting episode um yeah it's uh it's it's such a, a unique series the good thing i think the really good thing with with the disney series is they're all unique uh they all have different sort of uh aesthetics different kind of um themes to them as well uh and it's not just the same repetitive marvel show the only one that i kind of felt like was going down that route was falcon the winter soldier but that did have a lot of like the uh the talk about um you know the racism sort of thing like the uh almost refugees didn't have a home um um but for the most part it was just a, was just a normal kind of uh marvel movie or marvel kind of uh concept but you know we had loki that absolutely broke up the multiverse uh we had wandavision which was just absolutely wild started off as a 50s sitcom um so yeah it's 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 great to see that they're doing kind of kind of different stuff um and and i like it i, I like the fact that they're willing to willing to try it and willing to do different uh kind of go out there a little bit which is which is cool so episode five this is the episode called asylum which is um which is I know up until this point we have obviously been um learning about Stephen and and Mark and it's almost been like a um it's almost been more about them than it has been about our actual superhero of Moon Knight we've only had sort of like parts of 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 kind of being Moon Knight but this episode is dedicated to the kind of backstory and the and the character study of um of our main character played by Oscar Isaac uh there it starts off again in this this room that's like the uh harrow is the is the doctor and he's talking about how it's uh his mind's a pendulum there's a really cool bit where they use the sound of pendulum and skip between um different shots of mark 
um which is a really cool little touch uh on it um and he talks about the fact that he's with hip hop hip hop hippopotamus uh funnily enough i don't know if you've ever seen it but um oscar isaac did a a song i think it must be like a children's song uh or, or something um already but uh he was on like jimmy kimmel or something um and he did a song called hippopotamus um uh it was really cool. Really cool. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Just put in Hippo Song. The Hippo Song Oscar Isaac. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, funnily enough, uh, he's now talking to a hippo. Um, so we go back to the... Uh, well, Mark tries to tries to kill uh, Harrow. But then we get back to the... Um, we actually get back to Stephen and Mark um, talking to this, this hippopotamus. Uh, who has a, a weirdly kind of relaxing, uh, effeminate, um, welcoming voice. Now, we're talking about CGI and how CGI, some of it's really cool and some of it's like really, really crap. The hippo is insanely detailed. Um, she's really cool. Like her ears kind of like, um, kind of whisk a little bit every so often and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's really, 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 really cool. Um, so this is the good, this is the good side of the the CGI sort of thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, looks insane. Um, we then find out that they are actually dead and they're in the afterlife. Uh, and as uh, as the hippo says, um, it's this is Duat, the Egyptian underworld, and it's one of a few different afterlifes. So it's, it's not the afterlife, but it's an afterlife. Um, she even name drops uh, the ancestral plane, which is uh, Black Panther, Black Panthers, um, or uh, sorry, the um, the Wakandan um, like afterlife where Black Panther saw his his dad in that kind of like Sahara, purple skied sort of um, uh, deserty thing. So this is kind of her first touch of other um, Marvel properties. So it's a really really interesting little um, little tidbit that they threw in there for us. So yes, this this um, hippo, this hippopotamus. If you watched, obviously the hippo song, that's what he sings. Uh, is Tawaret, Tawaret, um, who is the uh, she's the god of the afterlife, I believe, um, or or god of life, something like that. Um, so this is Tawaret, Tawaret. Stephen says it funny. Steven says like a like a like a weird like a, I just said Tawaret. But he goes like Tawaret. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. At delivery MCU on Twitter if you if you know how it's if it's how you how you'd pronounce it. Um and she she lays out uh the fact that uh they're in the afterlife and they're on this they find out they're on this like boat going through uh this kind of sand um towards the field of reeds, which is like their um which is like the end basically and if you're not if you're if the the scales don't balance so very much like how arthur harrow was doing then you don't actually get to go to the the field of reeds um and there's don't there's actually just keeps going and going and going um because of the two hearts that they have uh on there so um tabarat basically says they've got to um get himself sorted get yourself sorted mate before um before they get to go to the field of reeds. Uh, so we have a wee trip down memory lane for for Stephen and and Mark through all these little rooms uh, that show parts of their of their life. And there's one um, base outside a, a taxi that Mark doesn't want. Uh, sorry, outside a house with a sort of taxi thing that Mark doesn't want uh, Stephen to go into. They then go into this like uh, this kind of food court. -y hall kind of thing where uh where the episode before finished uh and there's all these creepy dead bodies um nearby and these are the ones that um mark has actually killed um so they're almost like on his on his conscious um there's a wee kid that runs through a door and uh steven follows and we see it's um and we see it's actually uh mark and his family um so it's it's Mark's Mark's little brother. Um we then find out that uh that his himself and his brother went to this cave. Um 
I believe he's born in Chicago, so I don't know where the cave is, where caves are in Chicago. Uh, and um, and basically only one of them came out. Uh, the, the, it got flooded and, and only Mark left the cave. Uh, the cave. Uh, the next memory we get is is the uh, the kids um, like wake. They're, they're obviously Jewish now. It, it's one of these things where they don't. Um, it's not like they're not like outwardly Jewish in terms of the character in the show, but uh, it's part of the uh, the Jewish religion that they do this. Um, things like the there's like a mirrors, and I think they cover up the mirrors for some reason, but I can't remember what it's like because it's not to be about you it's about the person that has passed away or so i'm not 100 percent sure um i'm not like uh i'm not I, i'm not really sure with like religious uh cultures and, and all that sort of thing but yeah this is where we kind of uh see that he's um the jewish side of him which is uh which is really cool uh it's really interesting these little little tidbits that we that we kind of get um i think certainly in projects like this i i think diversity is is incredible and you know when it's set in egypt you have to have diversity um i think some people kind of go too far on the side of diversity for diversity's sake um but with things like this where we get um uh we get to know more about steven and his culture without it being uh you know him with a was it yamaka on and um and uh, and that i think that's that's almost more powerful than uh than than giving you the the typical caricatures or the stereotypical sort of um uh um you know kind of things to do with with that that religion you know diversity in 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 shows and and movies um to me and this is me talking as of course a straight white male because um we we like to talk about um diversity and we we have a, a say in this uh but sh but surely for 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 somebody like um who 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 doesn't feel represented that having somebody uh just dealing with life in the way that they normally do which is a bit different obviously to um uh to other cultures surely just seeing them normally go about life or 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 their norm like customs that are unique to them is more powerful than than having stuff thrown in 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 other people's faces, and and probably it's more uh, I don't want to say palatable, but it's more um, uh, for people who who don't you know I've got to be careful how I say this, but for people that that don't like diversity, it's more of like a a way of easing them into it as well. Um, but I digress. I digress. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's great that we, that we see that. And again, you know, it was one of the massive things I spoke about that Eternals did right was having that that diversity. Um, and yeah, it's great. Great to see it with just it's been treated as normal. It's not. It's not being. Um, it's not being like oh, you know he's he's Jewish, like that sort of thing. Uh, anyway, the mum goes mental and uh, and screams at him. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. Uh, aye, this is a little Stephen, of course, not the big steven who's there but they obviously can't see them it's a memory um and we see steven go through or sorry mark go through his um through his life with like birthdays where his mum doesn't attend or she's like drunk and she basically like berates him um and there's a point where mark is in his room and steven tries to get in but mark pulls him back out and doesn't allow him to actually see um to to, to see what it is basically uh, we then see uh, younger Mark get leave basically leave home um, because he's not wanted by his mum, so he he leaves. And we see the origin of Moon Knight, um, the aftermath of uh, what looks like Layla's dad being killed at this like dig site. Um, Mark is essentially dead and crawls into the uh, this sort of. Uh, the shrine of um uh of Conchu and as a way to kill himself and and Conchu um basically manipulates him into into becoming uh his moon knight and we get the the first suit up of of moon knight and we get um what would have been mark's first uh first view of 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 Conchu and this is cool like again the CGI in this is brilliant um and uh and yeah, as I say, we see we see Mark suit up properly as Moon Knight for the first time, um, and it's it's really sweet. It's really cool. It's really awesome. 
So, um, yeah, Stephen and, and Mark then come to the realization that they need to stop Harrow um, and get Tabaret taken to the gates of Osiris um, as, as if the only way back. Um, Stephen wants to, wants to need to be honest with each other, um, but then Mark, you know, he basically doesn't want to tell him about what happened in 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 that room, uh, and and yeah, goes in a kind of a sort of a breakdown. Um, but then we get a shot of, of what happens in the room. We see that um, that young Mark had the figures of the um, of the 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 VHS. Doctor Stephen Grant and his little um, his little mate. And he kind of whaps them off the off the side. So that's obviously something that he's known about for 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 years. Um, and yeah, Mark basically, uh, little Mark, uh, sort of um, convinces himself that it's not his mum, not his mum at the door. He just says it's not my over, over, over. And then he does his little, um, he does his little little thing with his eyes, um, and and becomes kid with an english accent which is obviously stephen grant um and and uh and yeah mark mark uh explains that the reason he made stephen was to essentially be the the um the one that you know basically didn't feel the uh the the um the abuse and the hurt that his mum made of him which is really tragic uh steven is a side that that's meant to live just this life of just doing what he loves and and going to the museum and working there and blah blah, blah. um and obviously mark has taken the uh the hits has taken the uh abuse from his from his mum which is which is really horrible um it really really is uh steven is then in the uh Stephen then then is back in the office with Harrow as the as the psychiatrist, and Harrow says he's calling his mum, but Stephen comes to the realization that his mum his mum is dead, and we get the um we get the or, or the origin of this of the uh the shot that we saw through the door, which was um uh Stephen slash Mark outside of a place with like a taxi or like a a sedan a car outside looking in. Um, which Mark didn't want to see, and, and we find it is the the funeral or the wake, or or I'm not again not sure what the Jewish word uh, for it is, but we see the um, we see that that's what it is for his his mum and and Stephen. Uh, sorry, Mark actually breaks down in the in the middle of the street and pulls off his uh, yarmulke, I think it's called, and starts beating it into the ground, um, and and crying, and um, he's obviously distraught. He then looks up, seemingly looking at our Stephen, um, but he is actually turning back into, back into Stephen in this memory, um, and and phones his mum, um, which he's been doing for the whole the whole series, um, and and yeah, basically Stephen actually helps Mark. He he tells him that it's not his fault as to what happened to his little brother. He was just a kid. There was nothing you could have done about it. Which is a such a touching moment, um. And this is where the whole character study of uh, of Oscar Isaac comes into it, and the fact that he plays both sides of it, um, getting an actor of, of his caliber, uh, paid off in in absolute dividends. Um, <clears throat> Stephen and Mark are then transported back to the uh, Tawarat ship, uh, and Mark is almost carted off into the sand, uh, off the side by by the the, the wee monstery things. Um, but Stephen actually gives himself up. Um, Stephen actually sacrifices himself to save Mark, uh, but he gets lobbed into the sand and becomes a um, becomes a like a, a, a I want to say stone figure, but it's like it's like a sandy stony figure. Uh, and and Mark is left to go to the field of reeds himself, and and the episode ends with him in this field of reeds, which evokes you know like have you ever seen Gladiator, the film Gladiator by Ridley Scott, um, when Maximus is is walking through the uh uh the the, the field. It's obviously quite a um it's quite a you know broad sort of um culturally wise if that's a word it's quite a broad sort of uh um kind of kind of imagery of of this being the 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 final kind of 
uh, the place that you go for for the rest of of eternity. So, um, so too long didn't read. Uh, Stephen is a sandstone person, and Mark is now in the uh, in the eternity, and he's he's gone forever. The end, but not the end, not the end. We're on the last episode, episode six: gods and monsters. We start with Mark's lifeless body, uh, still in this little pool in the in the tomb, um, dragged out by Harrow's men, and uh, and they they take the uh, the stone thing of of Amit, uh, and uh, and yeah, the plan is obviously to then uh, release her. Um, <clears throat> Layla finds a scarab and on Mark's body and manages to infiltrate Harrow's gang. Uh, as they make their way to like a, a board, a kind of like roadblock in an Egyptian roadblock, basically. Uh, Haro gets out and steals the souls of of <laughs> of all these uh, men very easily, very easily. Um, and Leila looks as if she's a way to to kill Haro, uh, but the dead bodies start talking to her, uh, and it's and it's Tawaret, um, telling her about the fact that Mark is hopefully going to be turn, returning to life and is going to be able to be the one. Uh, to stop them, as he needs, uh, but he needs Conchu. Um, and she, she, uh, Tawaret almost pleads for for uh, Leila to become her, um, to become her uh, avatar. Can't think of the word there. Um, Haro and his gang then infiltrate the chamber of the gods and destroy the avatars. Um. But Leila's able to come in and, and uh, release Konshu uh, while Haro releases Amit, this big snaky beast. Again, let's talk about the CGI for this. Amit looks insane. Absolutely insane. A crocodile with like, it's been bounded and there's like bits hanging off her. Um, got like braided hair as well. Uh, looks so cool. They've obviously, you know, and I get it, they've prioritised the, the, the big parts. Um, the, the sort of big, the big players uh, in, the, in the, the series, which are Conchu and, and Amit, uh, that sort of thing. Um, uh, whereas the smaller things, they've kind of maybe cut corners a bit with it. Um, but uh, yeah, really cool. Um, Haro essentially tells Amit that, that he let her out and she... she um, touches him and tells him he's going to be her avatar and, and all that sort of that sort of shebang. Uh, Conchu tries to make Layla um, his avatar, uh, but Layla, uh, Layla refuses, you know, kind of explains that, that Mark told him, told her about him uh, uh, and that sort of thing. We then get to see uh, Mark in the field of reeds with Tawaret. He's obviously... Um, you know, actually tempted to, to stay there. You know, he talks about how it's quiet. He doesn't have the, the, the voices in his head. He's he's at peace. Um, but no, he decides to uh, return. Uh, and run, run through this, the sands. The sands of... Sands of time. Uh, yeah, Konshu comes face to face with Amit. And uh, basically... Basically tells her she's mental. And, and decides to... Yeah. Basically, they have a fight. Um, Mark finds Stephen's body and kind of like frozen. Uh, you know when the when the two the two sisters bind themselves and hug, uh, and uh, you know like a tear rolls down and they become one. Um, they then both they both break free of the of the being bound by the sands of uh, sands of time. It's not called the sands of time. I'm just calling it that because I can't remember what it's called. Um, and they make their way through the gates of Osiris to get back to the world of living, and uh, and Mark wakes up from the in the tomb with blood around him and blah blah, and Conchu feels Mark uh, feels him wake up, and we then get the boy, the boy, Moon Knight, Moon Knight. Um, he gets to to rebind himself as 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 the Moon Knight, um. I'm kind of like, I, as part of this, I kind of, uh, the imagery of, of the Moon Knight with the fact that he looks kind of mummified and stuff, I think it's more than, 
than than just um you know the egyptian kind of uh what's it called the egyptian sort of um imagery to it as well i think the fact that conchu basically had mark in a bind and the fact that mark essentially needed conchu to to be alive all this time um i think that's where the imagery for that comes with it uh but we then see mark actually actually come into an agreement with conchu that uh that that basically they work uh him and steven uh discuss with conchu the fact that that um that they can then be released uh from his from his grasp uh once things have been once things have been sorted uh Layla is still in the the tomb of the gods kind of thing and uh there's essentially one option and that's for her to become Tawaret's avatar so they can they can actually fight and there's this really 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 cool scene where um where Layla is kind of skipping between between her and Tawaret and she's like um <laughs> Tawaret's like you know glee gleefully uh gleefully accepted her as her avatar and uh it's uh yeah it's a really really cool kind of uh you see the 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 uh how how Layla is is desperate for for to be able to get things sorted to, to go and, and fight Amit and to get things ended but Tawaret should take her time and talking about Layla's father and how she's met him and uh and and, and stuff like that it's uh yeah, it's it's actually a really cool scene. Um and uh before uh before we then go to Mark, um Tawaret says she's got a fabulous costume in mind, and I'm sure we'll be seeing that costume very soon uh in this episode. Arthur Harrow makes it to the top of the uh the pyramid and his pals down below start to um to judge everyone and all the uh the souls of them uh, get sent to Amit and she becomes Big ol' Amit, she's massive, um, bigger than the uh, than, than the, the pyramids of Giza as well. Uh, but inside we get a, a wee look at Layla uh, in her her new costume uh, as uh, the the scarab. Um, I think that's her name, the scarab. Uh, but she looks cool. She looks really cool. Uh, in the kind of like you know gold, uh, almost Egyptiany kind of uh, thing, and she pulls out two like knife kind of things, which are her wings, um, connected to wings. It's cool. Uh, Moon Knight makes way to the top of the um, the top of the uh, pyramid and, and and knocks Harrow or like basically he lands lower than Harrow. Harrow sprints down at him. He sprints up. The camera tilts so it's like evil, uh, evil, even. Uh, it's it's really cool and they have like a, a good little fight. And Conchu, big old Conchu fights big old Amit uh, in the background uh, in the in the horizon of of egypt with the back the back leg of the um uh of the with the pyramids uh leila saves uh mark from uh from harrow with her her wings and stuff um and it, it's cool because steven and mark kind of switch in between and the transitions between uh mark's traditional moonlight garb and uh steven's um suited up kind of actual suit uh is is really cool and we got a fight scene uh again with with uh Amit and conchu in the back <clears throat> uh in the background and we have steven and mark and Layla fighting um Harrow. and again there's some really cool transitions between uh steven's moon knight and uh mark's moon knight there's a shot of uh in the uh in, in a little tv Again, using uh, it's like a little uh, like old style TV, uh, in like a in like a bizarre sort of thing, uh, where we see them, we see Stephen fighting. He dusts himself off, shakes off the uh, the dust off his shoulder, and, and punches um, uh, Arthur. He gets, but Arthur throws him through to another shop again across the way, and we can't actually see him. And then all of a sudden, his is uh, it's like a rappel gun gets shot out, just misses Arthur, and out comes. Um, the Mark Moon Knight. So it's a really interesting, a really interesting way that they did it with the uh, with the changes between them all, um, and it's it's uh, a really well choreographed fight with Layla, um, Mark, and uh, and and Harrow. There's a really interesting moment as well where Layla saves like a um, a group of people from uh, their van 
uh, getting tipped over by Haro's uh, power. And uh, the little girl says, are you Egyptian superhero in, in Arabic? And uh, Leila, Leila replies with, I am. Again, we're talking about the um, the diversity and, and inclusion side of it here. And it, it's just things like that. You know, little little notes where it's like, it's not thrown in her face that she's an Egyptian superhero, but she is. And um, and I'm sure as an Egyptian um, girl watching that, you know, you've got to be empowered by it. It's... it's, it's um, it's excellent, and I, and I love that they're going down that route. Um, yeah, Haro has essentially got the better of Mark. Mark's trying to hold off Haro's power from his, his Amit staff, um, and he's subdued by, by Haro, and, you know, basically it's it's all but, but lost. Um, uh, in the background, Conchu's getting defeated by Amit. Haro steps up to uh to mark and plants his his uh his amit his staff in the, into the heart of of mark who um his soul starts to leave his body he looks over and sees leila leila getting um decimated by uh someone with an ak-47 and and he blacks out and all of a sudden he wakes up with just death and destruction around him and he's literally holding amit's staff amit's axe to the head of uh Haro. Now this is so interesting and this is such a bold choice. Um because we normally just end up with the uh with you know the generic fight. We've got almost the almost generic fight was was kind of like Amit and Conchu in the background. But we almost end up with we always end up with some sort of generic fight in Marvel um things against the, the big bad and the and the goodie. Uh, but this we don't actually see this fight uh because mark blacks out and uh in, in a way that we've seen before where where neither him nor steven are in control and um and 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 they're saved by this mysterious uh other alter ego which like i say it's such a bold move to make um it's uh yeah i i i'm really really intrigued that they went down that route and it just confirms to us obviously you know mark says steven it wasn't you was it steven says no it confirms that there was a third uh that there was a third um heart a third eagle uh, alter ego to that uh steven uh, sorry mark and uh and leila then bring harrow's body into the, the the pyramids and they they do this kind of uh spell basically to to kind of um to lock amit into in harrow's body and it's an absolute banger of a spell. It sounds like a, it sounds like a rap. Uh, it's in Arabic. It's sweet. It's cool. Uh, and that yeah traps traps Amit in the body of of uh, Haro, who she says you'll you know you'll never contain me, you'll never stop. Um, and Conchu uh, forces Mark to kill Haro and kill the body so that Amit will be finished. Um, but Layla stops him and and um, and Mark. Uh, Mark gets released from from the Moon Knight um, from being conscious um, conscious avatar because he declines to do it straight out. Um, yeah, it's good that they've taken that step to not be not be like Hamet in in you know in feeling like they have to kill everyone or people that deserve it. Um, so yeah, so Mark is 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 now free free of it. Uh, but we see Mark come back to the, uh, or it's actually Stevens where I come back to the, uh, the office, the as the psychiatric doctor's office, and Stephen and Mark talk to each other, and then they say, "Do you see that?" And and basically, it's Harrow's feet are bleeding, which of course is as part of the glass that he had in his, uh, in his feet. Um, yeah, the glass he has in his feet, which, uh, which were obviously making his, his feet bleed like diehard style uh steven then wakes up in the in the english uh apartment the the sorry mark wakes up at the in the uh apartment with steven as well uh, and they have two fish this time so obviously it's now the the show and the imagery of them existing together um but they're still attached by the uh by the bed and the ankle bracelet and they get um they get absolutely clattered, clattered to the floor. And that is the end 
of Moon Knight, episode six. Oh, but hold on a wee second. Hold on just a wee second. We've got a little credit scene. Um, Harrow is in the in the asylum. Um, and uh, a, a figure who who um isn't shown by face uh speaks Spanish to the nurse and, and says that she'll that he'll take care of Harrow. We see there's some doctors that are like dead, throat slit, um, and and Harrow is wheeled into this limo, uh, by this this mysterious man. He throws him in the limo and Conchu is there looking pretty dapper in a in a in a suit. Um uh Conchu talks about how uh Mark Mark thought that he wanted his wife, Layla, to be his avatar. But um but Conchu Conchu realized Conchu explains that that's not who he wanted all the time in terms of his avatar. Um the driver who of the limo, the, the screen comes down, uh, and Mark, uh, sorry, Conchu introduces his friend, Jake Lockley, which is the third, um, which is the third e alter ego of uh, Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, and he talks Spanish, which is actually Oscar Isaac's native, uh, native tongue, uh, and he turns around and shoots him with a, uh, with a silenced pistol. So yeah, so that is the third uh that is the third uh person that was part of Mark and Stephen and the limo drives off into the uh into the uh the streets of of London we see the gherkin in the background um i think it looks like it yeah the gherkin yeah um and that that is actually the end of uh that is actually the end of me i got you there you see i got you there you thought you thought that was it you thought that was it but so that's Moon Knight done. That is the episodes of, of, of Moon Knight completed. Now, I don't believe we're getting a second season, which is really interesting to me because um, the fact that we're now introduced to this uh, Jake uh, Lockley, the, the third um, uh, alter ego of of, uh, uh, of Moon Knight, is uh, I thought that would be the setup for the next sort of season. But um, apparently we're not getting another season. So um, look for obviously Moon Knight or potentially... Um, well, yeah, it's going to be Moon Knight, isn't it? Uh, I don't know how they're going to do it going forward. I really don't. I don't know if they're going to be uh, playing Jake Lockley as, as the bad Moon Knight because there was a bad Moon Knight who was actually, I think it was Mark's son or something, or something in the comics. But again, you know, don't go with the comics. If, if you want what happened in the comics, go with the comics and read them. Um, it's going to be obviously different um, from that. So, uh, yeah, uh, we'll kind of see what they do. I, I, I don't know. I'm really interested um, to see uh how what they do going forward um there's there's loads of different routes they can go down and the good thing as well like all these shows and stuff are kind of connected but they're kind of not as well uh so i think we're going to be seeing some more uh some more divergences in terms of um properties and stuff i don't think it's going to see it's not all going to be leading up to one big avengers movie as such uh, I think we're going to see different branches again, like the realities. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to to sort of um, to sort of see where they go from here. But Moon Knight was great. Moon Knight was fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a it was a nice change, um, especially uh, episode five, which was the uh, the the one that was almost like a character study of the character. Um, Oscar Isaac was incredible throughout the whole series, actually um it kept us it kept us wondering what's happening you know going forward uh you know um from episode to episode i love the weekly format that that disney plus do and they have done with like all their shows um with netflix nowadays we we kind of just get all of it dumped on us so we can binge it whenever but i think this way it keeps the hype going it's easier to kind of jump into it as well at the start and, and go along with it as opposed to having to watch all six episodes at once um to avoid spoilers and that sort of thing you can literally go with with episodes they're doing it with obi-wan kenobi just now they did the first two episodes and then the third one just now um it's good it's good i i i, I prefer that i love i absolutely love to like for shows like this or even better call saul which netflix uh funnily enough are doing weekly um i would love to just watch them all at once but i know that watching it weekly you get more out of it so um uh, yeah, it's great that Disney Plus are doing that and the great that Disney want to do that. But yes, uh, Moon Knight is done. Uh, tick. 
out the uh it's all done so um let's score it let's score it what we think of our moon knight what are we thinking for moon knight well uh i thoroughly enjoyed it there was little, little bits that i've talked about you know the fact that there was um uh cgi issues um just kind of things like that but in terms of the story in terms of the arc i thought it was fantastic it was great pace uh there was no filler episodes in my eyes uh i thought it was um i thought it was excellent i thought there was uh really cool uh nods to other um ips like indiana jones that side of thing um it didn't overdo the marvelness of uh of marvel shows which is great um so i'm going to give moon knight because i'm think i'm trying to think of it as like against all our tv shows that we've that we've had now we've, we've only had hawkeye that i've rated uh, and what if as well but, but that was kind of the first one did so we weren't really in a, in a in a uh in a sort of like way that we normally do with with these things so um i'm thinking beforehand with like loki and wandavision and falcon a soldier hawkeye how i think it it matches up to them uh hawkeye i gave an eight out of ten so think about that is it as good as hawkeye well for me i think it's better i think it's better i think it's better than hawkeye it is better than hawkeye it is i love Haley steinfeld she is amazing but i think this is better than hawkeye do we go nine out of ten i don't even know i'm kind of stuck Ooh. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go 9 out of 10. Moon Knight gets a delivery for Tony Stank. 9 out of 10. Thank you so much, Stan. Appreciate it, mate. Um, 9 out of 10, Moon Knight. So that's Moon Knight. Um, now, as you know, we do a, a monthly draw. Um, if you join... Whoop. Kofi up there. If you're watching, obviously, that boop to the top right-hand corner. If you're listening, then then that's what that boop was. It was me point in the top hand corner uh co-fee.com forward slash delivery for Tony Stank for as little as two pound per month you can do more if you wish if you want to be uh extra generous that's absolutely fine I'm not going to say no to that um but it's going towards um uh, the podcast and and the prizes for the 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 merch draw um but we do our our monthly draw so I did uh the April one um because I've not obviously announced April's winner well I haven't it's April's winner but I haven't uh on the podcast uh, I did that on my Twitch channel um twitch.tv forward slash massey1903 so uh this was the outcome of the draw run the tape we're gonna do the spin live fucking live uh let's just shuffle let's just shuffle Let's just shuffle. So these are all the um these are all the the, the Kofi subscribers to deliver Tony Stank. So we've got Corky, Mikey, Jamie, Celtic, Todd, Kev, and Snez. Now, this draw is for a Wenwu pop. Wenwu is uh, the father of Shang Chi, and uh, the original bearer of the um ten rings. It's really cool. You can see like his uh, his rings and stuff like that. It's pretty sweet. Um, so this is the draw for um for the Wenwu pop. Which I'll be sending out through the post. So, three, two, one. Let's go. The winner of the Wen Wu Pop is. Corky! Corky Blues! Corky Blues. Now, Corky is um, also a fellow streamer, uh, but he does a lot uh, for the. Um, for the channel for for sorry the podcast he's done a lot of um graphic stuff he's also given me a new uh a new intro a new uh intro for the podcast which will be um shown in the next episode uh he's also a football manager streamer um and a very good a very good guy uh he's also i believe a friend of snez's new life so um yeah uh he's a good guy so go follow corky i am gonna send him that pop in the post so corky congratulations uh i'm gonna put this with a podcast well i think so um congratulations um mr corky but as i say if you do uh want to join the link trees there you can join the Kofi through that as well as i say it's literally as little as two pound a month and you can get things like a pop i'm gonna start branching out doing some merch for the actual um the actual podcast stuff like that as well so um yeah congratulations corky
So congratulations, Mr. Corky Blues, who again has done uh, wonders for me with the podcast. He did the new intro, which you would have heard um, and saw if you're watching on, on YouTube. Uh, he did all the graphics. So this overlay that I've got here, again, if you're listening, um, it's a cool overlay. Uh, and he's going to be doing the thumbnails for me going forward and stuff as well. Um, Corky's a very generous dude. Um, so again, thank you very much for that, uh, for that Corky. But we... Um, We'll have another episode coming out relatively soon uh, for Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I watched it just recently again for the second time. I, I want to watch the movies twice before I actually uh, get out a podcast about them. I would watch them first, enjoy them, and then watch them second time and get notes and stuff down. So I've got a whole heap of notes for Spider-Man No Way Home. So I'll hopefully be doing that very soon. Um, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, I have watched it. Um, I don't want to give too much away. I have watched it one time. I'll watch it a second time and take it from there. We'll then have Miss Marvel, which is coming out uh, starting June the 8th, which is a six-episode TV show. We've got Thor, Love and Thunder, July the 8th. She-Hulk, August 17th, with nine episodes. Um, and Black Panther the 2 is then coming out in November the 11th. Uh, and I think next one after that will be Gardens of Galaxy Holiday Special, which will be interesting to see. So uh, that's what we have coming up. Um, again, if you wish to join the Kofi, you can do uh, for as little as £2 a month uh, and join the list of... Um, names the lovely lovely people who support the podcast we've got todd we've got mikey we've got kev we've got jamie snez uh celtic and i say corky as well um so thank you very much for your support uh, i i love it uh but that is us for moon Knight episode uh well part two um talking about the latest episodes i hope you enjoyed it if you did tell your friends um you know you can get the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast spotify apple music amazon music google podcasts you can watch it on youtube if you so wish to see this beautiful face in front of you as well then 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 feel free um but please um you know at us at delivery mcu if you have any um takes on marvel if you uh see anything on, on twitter as well that you think is worth uh worth potentially reacting to or chatting about then uh, at delivery mcu uh, on twitter that would be great but guys thank you so much again for listening for watching and for supporting the podcast and i will see you all in the next one enjoy are you tony Stark?